Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we will talk with Daniel and Noah Ponce from the Indiana Cutter Semi-Pro Football Team. IU Women's Basketball is headed to play Tennessee this season. The Indiana Cutters, the Indiana Tornadoes, played in a great rivalry game Saturday night. Kyle Schwarber participates in the Home Run Derby and All-Star Game, and IU Baseball has three players taken in the MLB Draft. We will also look around the state of Indiana to see what is coming up this week. So let's talk sports, and we will start with IU Women's Basketball scheduling a road game on November 14th at the University of Tennessee. It is the third time that the Volunteers and the Hoosiers will meet. The first time it came in the 1987-88 season when Tennessee beat IU 91-52 on a neutral court in Cincinnati. December 2020, the Hoosiers hosted the Volunteers in a game that was scheduled in the last minute as a replacement game for the Hoosiers not being able to play Butler due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Tennessee came and won the game 66-58. to Tennessee was 25-9 last year, 11-5 in the SEC. They advanced to the Sweet 16 and lost to Louisville. Of course, IU back-to-back Sweet 16s the last two years, losing to UConn in Bridgeport last season. Indiana University Baseball had three players taken in the 2022 Major League Baseball draft, all right-handed pitchers. Jack Perkins was selected in the fifth round by the Oakland Athletics. Bradley Bremer was selected in the 12th round by the Baltimore Orioles. And Reese Sharp selected in the 20th round by the Baltimore Orioles. IU has had 103 players drafted all-time for a total of 114 total draft picks. Baltimore has selected five Hoosiers in the draft all since 2001. The last IU pick was Kip Schutz in 2009 when he was picked 19th by the club. The Orioles drafted two Hoosiers for the first time since an MLB club did it in 2019. That season, the Braves took Tanner Gordon in the sixth round and Cade Bunnell in the 40th round. So congratulations to all three IU baseball players getting selected in the 2022 Major League Baseball Draft. Former Indiana University baseball player Kyle Schwarber played for the National League in his second Major League Baseball All-Star game last Tuesday night in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. The American League beat the National League 3-2. Schwarber missed the 2021 All-Star game due to injury, so this was his first time that he got to play. Played left field in the top of the sixth through the top of the ninth. He grounded out to the shortstop in the bottom of the seventh and struck out in the bottom of the ninth inning. Schwarber also competed in the Major League Baseball Home Run Derby last Monday night. 
He was paired up with Albert Pujols in the, the first round, and he lost to Pujols after a swing-off that gave Pujols the victory. Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals won the home run derby. Schwarber participated in the 2018 Home Run Derby as well. He has played for the Cubs, the Nationals, the Red Sox, and now the Philadelphia Phillies. Of course, he won the World Series with the Chicago Cubs in 2016. He was the fourth pick of the 2014 MLB draft by the Chicago Cubs. The Indiana Cutter Semi-Pro Football Team beat their rivals, the Indiana Tornadoes, 14-6 Saturday night in the home regular season finale at Martinsville High School. The Cutters got on the board with 9.21 to go in the first quarter when Travis Griffey found Isaiah Moore on a 51-yard strike. Andre Dre Atkins added the extra point to make it 7 to nothing. The Tornadoes scored on a 14-yard touchdown run with 14.39 to go. However, the two-point conversion failed, making it 7-6. to and then Travis Griffey found Marquise Holt on a six-yard touchdown pass with Atkins adding the extra point to make it 14-6 and the Cutters improved to 4-3. Griffey was 10-15 of 15 passing for 120 yards, two touchdowns. Isaiah Moore, four receptions for 92 yards and a touchdown. The first receiving touchdown for Marquise Holt. The Cutters will travel to Cincinnati this Saturday night to take on the Southern Ohio Blaze. That is a look at our top stories. When we come back, we will talk to Daniel and Noah Ponce from the Indiana Cutters. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Hey, this is Bloomington's own Emily Eamon from the Big Ten Network, and I listen to Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guests They are father and son. He is assistant coach for the Indiana Cutters, Daniel Ponce. He wears number 16, proud grad of Bloomington North in 2020, Noah Ponce. Coach Ponce, Noah, it is great to have you both. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Good to be here. Good to be with you, Nick. So let's just start with the... Indiana Cutters, this is both your first year as the team. Of course, Coach Ponce, you're an assistant. Noah, you're basically on every position on offense. 
How is it? How has the season been for you guys so far? And what's it like actually getting to go through the season together? It's been really cool, honestly, because I haven't had my dad coach me in, since I was probably, say, 10. It's been a long time. And that's originally why I asked him to come on as a coach, because I wanted him to be on the field with me, because it's been a while. Go ahead, Coach Ponce. For me, I was surprised. I'm not going to lie. I was uh, semi-pro football. You know, what do you think about when you hear semi-pro football? You know, and I thought, what kind of level of talent? I'm surprised at the level of talent that's in the league and on our team and the level of competition we have. And it's definitely been a good experience for me. I enjoyed it. I've coached at all the levels. And by far, this is one of the funnest for me, you know, because these guys are grown men. So, I mean, this is about as close as a coach you can get to coaching professional players without coaching professional players. Now, Noah, you were at Marion University for a year. You didn't play, but you were, during the summer, you had a cousin that was a team photographer, and you were able to experience a little bit as an athletic trainer helping us out on the sidelines. What ultimately made you decide to come play for the Cutters? I got to missing the game a little bit more than I thought I would, and I just wanted, with I've been so busy with work lately, and I just wanted something to like help me unwind. And I felt like this would be like a re- really good thing for me, especially because, you know, just to blow off steam and have some fun on the weekends. That was really my like main thing was I want to have fun with the game again. That was like the biggest thing for me. And I I'm having a lot of fun so far with the cutters. And then coach for you, of course, you know, Noah joins the team. He asked you to come come coach. What's been the funnest part so far this season for you? Oh, just uh, meeting new meeting the new people and and new experiences coaching with new guys. You know, coaching with guys like Bob Denton and Eric Anderson is is a, is a privilege, and, and I'm I'm blessed to be there with them. You know what I mean? And I'm blessed that they they listen to me and take my input to heart, and that you know that I'm a part of the the process with the Cutters as far as game plan and strategy goes. And what more can you ask for as a rookie coach? You know. Noah, you got your first touchdown against the Columbus Gladiators a couple weeks ago on the road in Ohio. Of course, your dad was so pumped up for that first touchdown. Just take me through that moment when you finally punched it in from two yards out. Oh, my God. They made me work for it. For two yards, I'd, I I like, I don't know. I had to run. I, I know I ran at least one person over, and then someone got me off balance, and I really just wanted to score this touchdown really bad. So I – kind of like jumped off my I don't know my my back foot I guess and reached and it was just like I saw the ball break the plane and I'm sitting there looking at the ball and I like I'm yelling I'm like it's over it's over so the ref like looks at it he saw me and I saw him see me so uh, that was a little bit of relief and then I saw his arms go up looked around make sure there were no stupid flag then it really hit me I like I had my first one not my first touchdown ever, but the first one with the cutters, and it was just really like special moment. Everything I wanted was happening all at once. It felt like I don't know how to describe it. And then for coach, I mean, you were so vocal on the sidelines, and so excited that I'm sure that uh, it was it was just that proud dad moment to finally see Noah punching in from from a couple yards out to get that touchdown that he's always wanted. Well, it was it was bittersweet, Nick, because. I'm an offensive guy pretty much my whole career. I played defense in college, but I'm an offensive guy for the most part, you know, and 
when we moved to Indiana, Noah started off playing offense and excelling at it. But then the needs of the football team, you know, the numbers and the size of a player dictates and him being a Hawaiian guy, one of the ended up being one of the bigger guys on the team and still had that backfield speed. So they moved to defense. And so I was kind of, you know, like I've been training this boy since he was six years old to score touchdowns. And all of a sudden you guys got him rushing the passer, you know, but you know, he ended up having a storied career at Bloomington North and being all state twice in all area and been cover a Herald Times several times. And so I was proud of him either way. But, you know, it's the first time I've seen my son score a touchdown as a coach from the sideline since he was about 10 years old in Virginia when I was on active duty in the Army. So, you know, that that was t- 10 years in the making right there. It was awesome. It sure was. Noah, for you, of course, you played defense at Bloomington North your entire career. Now you come hey, to hey, Cutters. No, 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 no. I played offense my freshman and sophomore year. Defense in my junior and senior year. Okay, so then you were moved to defense your junior and senior year. Now you're back on offense with the Cutters. Do you miss the defensive side? Sometimes I definitely miss it, for sure. But I think at the end of the day, offense is – what, like the better side of the football anyway. And I know Nick Land is going to come at me for saying that, but it is what it is. I played both sides and I played defense at the college level. So I can, I know from experience that playing offense is just a lot better. Now, last week against the Southern Ohio Blaze, the Cutters win on the final play of the game in a, in a Hail Mary situation with Travis Griffey finding a crosstown rival of yours, Luca Elger, in the end zone played at Bloomington South. Yeah, I remember. What, what, take me through what that moment was like because, of course, I'm up in the booth calling it. Yeah. And, I mean, it was – just take me through what that moment was, so, being on the field and all that. I'll, t- like, I'll walk you through what had happened, like, the whole time. So, Isaiah dropped that out route, which stopped the clock, which is actually, in my opinion – if he doesn't drop that football, we don't win that game. He did drop it, and I, I know he's going to come at me for saying this too, but thankfully when he dropped it, the clock stopped. That gave us some time to come up with like a, a play, but I wasn't even aware of the play. I wasn't. I was talk, I, I was like getting coached. Someone was telling me something. I missed it. Like going to the formation, I was supposed to be in like a different spot than I normally would line up in that formation. Ended up getting it right, running the play, but I had no idea what route I was supposed to run. I assume the ball probably isn't going to go to me. It's probably going to go to one of the taller, faster guys. I'm a big target, but, you know, I, the guys can get down the field a little bit quicker than me. It's, it's not like rocket science for me. So I'm just trying to run up the field and pull the safety off. And uh, as I'm running, I see Travis roll out to the left. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, he's going to go to Luke, obviously, because Luke's running down the sideline. So I just kind of stop and watch that ball. He, when, as soon as he let it go, I saw it, and I thought it. Well, I, was, I thought it was going to go out of bounds at first, but then I saw that ball start to come down, and when I saw Luke just barely, because he was covered by three people, and I'm just watching this, and as soon as that ball floated into his hands, I raised my arms up. It was a touchdown. It was crazy. I ran over to him, jumped on him. Me and Rello like almost knocked him over. It was surreal. I've never been in a, a game like that where it's. Well, no, I take that back. I have been once before, but never never like a Hail Mary touchdown situation like that. I've never been in a game like that before until recently. And then, Coach, take me through what was going through your mind during that play. 
So as as you know, I'm always in the offensive huddle with Denton when the guys come over to get get, a, get to play, you know, so I can give my 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 input. And when that when Bob called that play, I thought to myself, if Travis makes a good, if he plants his feet and makes a good throw, it's a touchdown. And so as we lined up and Travis got the snap, and that pressure came in and he rolled to his left, my first thought was, oh Lord. He's going to flutter it because he's got somebody in his face. And, you know, you can't help that. Travis has been under the gun all year long with the pressure. But I looked at Denton, and I said, Bob, if he, if he plants his feet and makes a good throw, it's a touchdown to Luke. And just as, just as I said that, he let it fly, and Luke pull, pulled it in. And me and Bob looked at each other, and we just shook our heads, smiled, and said, we got him. <laughs> And we still have a lot of season to go. A few more games left. What's your, for both of you, what's your favorite moment been so far? I got to say that my favorite moment so far as a cutter coach this season was the first game of the year when we opened it up, you know, head coach in Hawaii with his wife for, for, for the anniversary deal. Totally understandable. I, if I was him, I'd have I would, I would went to damn Hawaii too, you know, but got the job to be the standing defensive coordinator, my first career cutters game as a coach. That says a lot about the faith that the coaches, coaching staff has in me and Coach A and, and Nick Land and everybody has has in me. And then me and Bob, we took the boys down there. You know, you was, you was there, Nick. We handled business. And and that's that's always a good feeling when you come into a no, new program, start out quick with a good start, you know. And that's all I could ask for. My, that's my best moment so far. If I have to say, if I have to pick like one thing that I hold above the rest, it wouldn't be like the wins. It would, it would have been like when I came to like, when I started going to like the summer or not, I guess not the summer workouts, but the preseason workouts, like the ones that are completely optional, you know, you don't have to go if you can't make it and stuff. But I started going there and um, there wasn't a lot of people that would show up at, at first. And I was, I was new. So I didn't really talk to a whole lot of people and a lot of people didn't know me. I knew a few people because I, uh, was that intern for the cutters for a little bit. I like, I knew Nick and I knew Seth, but I didn't know like anyone else on the team. So I kept to myself. My favorite thing was I, I told people like I used to play defense, but I'm trying to like get back into plant, be playing like tight end offense, like mainly. And a lot of people were like, well, you're kind of like big to be playing like a skill position like that, which I understand. I've been getting told that since like, I don't know, since I sophomore year of high school, but it was just nice to really like show them that I could be like way more than like they thought I could, if that makes sense. Like I could bring to the table, like what I said I could. And I wasn't just like gaslighting. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we come back more with Daniel and Noah Ponce after this quick timeout. This is talking sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South central and the end news network. This is Danny with weather vane insurance solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MATT or go online to myinjurycase.com. 
Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MATT. Hi, this is Matthew Mounts with Rival Showdown Pro Wrestling, and I listen to Talkin' Sports with Nick Jenkinson. Welcome back to Talking Sports. My guest, Indiana Cutters assistant football coach, Daniel Ponce, and his son, Cutters football player, Noah Ponce. Guys, we were talking about your time with the Cutters this year. Now it's time to look back at kind of how you got to this point. Coach Ponce, you've been a youth football coach for 30 years. You were born and raised in Hawaii. You played at the University of Hawaii. You've been all over the place serving in the Army. And you wind up here in Indiana with Noah doing well at Bloomington North. So just talk about your journey from from paradise to Indiana. I've actually been a coach for just over 20 on different levels. Youth football coach mostly through that span. But, well, I graduated high school in 1996. You know, I was a quarterback in high school for a national powerhouse, Kahuku High School of Hawaii. You know what I mean? That's They're one of the top 100 programs in the country normally and. I've been in the top 25 numerous times. Went on and played safety in Rover at the University of Hawaii. My junior and senior year, I got to play under June Jones and Jerry Glanville when they first came to the program and got to play in a couple bowl games. Then I went into the family business, concrete, you know, for a couple of years in Hawaii. You know, it was in the union and all that stuff. And then decided that I needed to, you know, I always wanted to serve my country. So I decided to go in the Army, ended up getting stationed. Well, we went to Georgia and other places, but ended up getting stationed in Virginia at Fort Eustis with the Seventh Sustainment Group. And that's basically where Noah's football career started with a program called the Yorktown Virginia Patriots of the PYFA. And they were at the time one of the top youth football programs in the state. And we went on to dominate for several years. Noah played quarterback from the time he was seven years old, actually won the Virginia State Little League Championship as a nine-year-old. Started at quarterback and defensive end. Served my, my active duty, deployed overseas, and, and did my did my part, came back, and ended up meeting a girl in Virginia from Unionville, Indiana. She's a hell of a girl, and so we got married, and, and now here we are living in Unionville, Indiana. You know what I mean? And, you know, everybody said, well, why would you ever leave Hawaii? Well, you know, Indiana's our home. Now, my sons are, are Indiana boys. They're basically raised in Indiana, you know, so they're Hoosier fans, and all that stuff, the whole complete thing, you know what I mean? So that's how we got here. I guess we're here to stay. Well, and we're glad to have you here. Noah, of course, you had a standout career at Bloomington North with 126 tackles, seven and a half sacks, uh, 30 solo tackles, All-State couple years. Just talk about your time at Bloomington North and how that prepared you for the next level of semi-pro football. My time at North... I'll always hold special in, in like my heart because like I played with my best friends rowing with them and competing like with them in all the competition that Indiana has surprisingly because they actually have a very very like a lot of co- football competition even though it's big basketball state I mean I don't I, I don't know I wouldn't call my career at Bloomington North like the best career anyone's ever had by any means but for what I wanted to achieve I think I I think I did just fine, and I definitely exceeded my expectations for myself. Well, I got here in eighth grade, but coming into high school one year, 
living in Indiana, like not really knowing still, like not really knowing anyone still and just kind of still being that new kid. It was definitely nice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything though. Coach, the state of Hawaii has had a lot of great quarterbacks that have come out of there. Marcus Mariota, uh, Tua Tungavailoa, Timmy Chang. I know who you've coached at the University of Hawaii. Of course, the University of Hawaii had Colt, the late Colt Brennan. June Jones was there for a while. And Nick Rolovich. All guys that put up just incredible numbers in college and in high school. What is it about the state of Hawaii that produces great quarterbacks? Well, I'll tell you what. It, it really – I mean, there's been a few in the past – pre-June Jones era, but the really what the, the two things that make great quarterbacks in Hawaii is, first of all, the St. Louis High School Crusaders, which are probably a top 10 team every year, if not in the top five in the country, USA Today and Max Preps. St. Louis is one of the most, the premier high school football programs in the country because of Coach Cowley and Coach Ron Lee and uh, Coach Howe and all, the, and all their guys are there. It's like a quarterback factory. Mariota, Timmy Chang, all those guys are all St. Louis guys. Tua Tango Bailoa, all St. Louis guys. It's not like they all, those guys all came from different schools. They all came from the same place, St. Louis. You know, my high school, Kahuku, is more synonymous with putting offensive and defensive linemen and linebackers, defensive backs into college, you know, until recent years where they've kind of went to the spread offense too, and now they're producing some really great offensive players. But back when I played, we were mostly a ground and pound triple option offense, and I made maybe through 12 passes a game. You know what I mean? Just we were so physical and dominant up front. And, I mean, I had a 300-pound, 330-pound line straight across my whole high school career. I could sit back there and drink coffee and pick who I wanted to throw to. It was that easy. I mean – on a f- typical Friday night for me at high school football, the only team that really could co- that we really competed against us was St. Louis, Kahuku and St. Louis every year in the state championship game, and everybody else would blow them out fifty to nothing. You know what I mean? It was it was hard for me when I came here and watched my son at Bloomington North in his freshman and sophomore years when they lost some ga- a lot of games to watch them get blown out because I had never seen anything like that before in my life. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, Hawaii has got a lot of great athletes. I, t- I always tell people that, you know, the Polynesian people, for one, have big hearts and a lot of passion. And that, as a football player, you need heart and passion. And, of course, the stature of a Hawaiian and a Samoan and a Tongan and a Fijian, Fijian guys and Tahitians, you know, they're all six foot five and 300 pounds. So, you know, that doesn't hurt either, you know, as far as physicality and, and athletic ability. It's, it's a lot of gifted people in Hawaii in that respect. If there was more, if there was more Polynesians, in the world, I always tell people, if there was more of us, we would rule the world. But there's not enough of us. You know what I mean? You guys definitely take Hawaiian pride with you. Coach Ponce, of course, you refer to yourself most of the time as Coach Hawaiian. Noah, of course, you've got the State of Hawaii flag tattooed on your arm. Noah, you got to play a little quarterback last week against the Blaze, although you didn't throw a pass. You pretty much handed it off to Terrell Williamson, Marquise Holt most of the time. Just how was that being able to take the snaps under center? It's nothing new, honestly. It's I just do what I have to do for the team. My main goal, honestly, I knew I wasn't probably going to throw a whole bunch just because I haven't, <laughs> but I was trying to get the running game going. That was my that was my biggest goal, and I think I succeeded. Griffey came in for me. I went back to tight end or uh, H-back, as we call it in our offense. I went back there, and we started 
started running the ball pretty good. I don't know what, really what else to say about it, to be honest with you. I know I remember uh, handing the ball off, running in front of, I think it was Rello, and blocking someone in front of him, and them getting up and saying, yeah, good block, QB. But <laughs> that was probably my favorite moment playing quarterback. Well, guys, I really appreciate the time. Congratulations on a great season so far. I've enjoyed getting to be around both of you and can't wait for the rest of the uh, Cutters football season. And best of luck the rest of the way. And again, I really thank you guys for the time. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Aloha, man. Appreciate you, Nick. My thanks to Daniel and Noah Ponce for being my guests this week. While around the state of Indiana, the Indianapolis Indians are at Toledo tomorrow through Sunday in a six-game series. The Indiana Fever hosts the Las Vegas Aces in back-to-back games at Hinkle Fieldhouse, 7 p.m. Friday and 3 p.m. Sunday. Bloomington Speedway hosts Indiana Sprint Week this Friday. Racing starts at 7.30 NASCAR Truck Series is at Lucas Oil Race Lane, Indianapolis, 9 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. IndyCar is at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course at noon on NBC as part of a doubleheader. The NASCAR Xfinity Series then takes to the road course at 3.30. Again, both races on NBC Saturday. The Indy 11 hosts the Tampa Bay Rowdy Saturday night at Carroll Stadium, 7.30 on Witch TV. The Cutters will be in Cincinnati to face the Southern Ohio Blaze Saturday evening. And then the big boys, NASCAR at the IMS Road Course, Sunday at 2.30 on NBC. Thank you for joining us this evening, and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media, and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.